Hi everyone, welcome to Style Recognizes Style. If you've never been here before, my name is Tori and this is my fashion podcast. Here I discuss a topic bi-weekly within the fashion industry. Make sure to follow me on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and on Instagram at Style Recognize Style so you can stay updated and get reminders for when the podcast will be up. It'll be posted bi-weekly on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. So let's get into it. In today's podcast, I'm discussing the Tom Ford Spring 2024 collection. It just came out this week because the end of Milan Fashion Week is today. Peter Hawkins made his debut as the newly appointed creative director after Ford and his partner sold the brand to Estee Lauder Companies. As soon as I saw the collection, I had to look up Peter Hawkins and see how long he'd worked with Tom Ford, see if he previously had been working at Tom Ford, because... The collection has such an earlier era of Tom Ford energy. The designs are very reminiscent of Ford's time at Gucci. Upon reading some reviews, I discovered that Hawkins has been working alongside the namesake designer for the last 25 years or so. That means that they were working together during Ford's time at Gucci, which is evident to anyone who is a fan of Ford's Gucci. This can be seen through the gold hardware belts, sultry silk button-ups, and the velvet suiting. I also learned that Hawkins has been creating the menswear collections for a while now, while Ford focused on the women's wear. Now Hawkins is doing both and wants the Tom Ford man and woman to feel more connected. I can totally see that and I can see what he means. Also, Tom Ford was working on the women's wear and is based out of LA. Hawkins is living in London, designing the men's wear there. I could see why there would be two completely different perspectives, two different, almost two different clients, even though yes, one is women's wear, one's men's wear. A lot of the time, you know, a brand wants it to have that same brand essence and with literally them being, I don't know, nine hour difference because where I am, London is five hour difference. I'm in New York, then three in LA, like eight hour difference. You know, there's only so much collaborating and working together you can do and also they both were coming up with the whole general concept for each collection. So it's going to be different if you're not working together in the same space, doing the same ideas, having the same brand vision, etc., etc. So I think it does make sense that even if he wasn't the creative director for both, that they at least are based out of the same city, have similar people working on it or following the same ethos though you know it wasn't that they weren't following the same ethos of Tom Ford but 
I could see why Hawkins was saying that the collections weren't necessarily cohesive with each other. So personally, I was thrilled with this collection. I haven't had a lot of shows take my breath away this season and Tom Ford ate up every look. Milan Fashion Week overall has just been banger after banger after banger. Good designs, good themes, overall loving the vibe. So I'm going to do a favorite collections, favorite brands from Milan Fashion Week. So that actually will be up in the next week after this is up. Very excited. Love Milan Fashion Week. Love, 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 love. Would love to go someday. Manifesting I will be there one day. But I'm obsessed with the croc embossed leather, tinted thick frame glasses, the velvet suiting, and the monochromatic styling of the looks. Really, I'm obsessed with everything about it. There's such clear references to Tom Ford's Gucci while also not just completely replicating it. It has the same energy. It's very sexy and sultry and has a masculine edge, but then also like a feminine touch to it as well. I really love it. I look forward to seeing more of Hawking's work for the women's wear line. And I honestly think this is a switch up that the brand needed. Honestly, I hadn't been looking at Tom Ford much anymore because Tom Ford's whole um, very bright and sparkly color era is something I personally am not into and I just was not feeling it. So I low-key stopped looking at the collections just because I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. It's like, I don't look at MGC's Dior. Why? Because generally, it's just not my vibe. I'm not into it. Now I'm going to be hunting out for Tom Ford's next collections, waiting for it on the docket at Fashion Week. Very, very excited. I get very nervous when these creative directors switch spots. They love to play musical chairs with like the top like 10, 15 brands in the industry. So hearing that Tom Ford was gone and that someone that, you know, I hadn't heard much about, which is my own problem. I hadn't researched him, um, but I did once. I learned about his appointment. Um, I get really nervous because sometimes people go to a brand he already was at Tom Ford, so this is different, but I find that creative directors will go to a brand and it almost will be like they change it to almost their own personal aesthetic instead of sticking with the brand's ethos or kind of developing something around that for that client. So I was really happy to see the Tom Ford that I love. So I know this is a bit shorter of a little podcast episode moment, but you know, it was my own review, my own thoughts. There wasn't much of a 
historical background except my little part on Tom Ford's Gucci to mention. Of course, you can always go more in detail on things, but I don't want to keep you guys all day. So I would love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. I'm going to make it available for you guys to leave comments and questions below. Please leave a comment below on this episode. I post updates for the podcast on my Instagram accounts, Style Recognize Style, which is just podcast content, and Tori Chaos, which is my everyday fashion content, my personal fashion and fashion opinions. So follow me on there if you want the latest news. Bye, guys.